2020 Six Nations is about to get underway. Keep listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast for the best previews on all the internationals this weekend. Wales coach Wayne Pivak, the start of life in the Six Nations has finally come after a lengthy wait since he was appointed. The year has gone down to months, it's gone down to weeks and now it's just a matter of days. So now I'm personally very excited and um, very excited to see the way the boys are working in and around the environment. Wales women's captain Sean Lillicrap says they're ready. We know how we want to kick off the campaign so we're looking forward to putting it into practice really, everything that we've been working towards. So uh, Italy home is, is a great way to start the campaign. And Wales under-20s outside half Sam Costello is expecting good things from his side. It'll be a real big challenge, but I think we've got the boys and the, uh, and the capability to do uh, really well this year. And we'll hear in depth from all the Wales teams in action this weekend. Starting, of course, at the Principality Stadium and the new Six Nations era under a coaching team led by Wayne Pivak. An interesting first selection, including George North at outside centre and Johnny McNichol on the right wing. Johnny Mac's a player we know a lot about. Certainly have worked with him for a number of years now. He's had a good run with us in the Barbarians. Trained well during the week, and uh, so he's got the start on the right wing. George at centre, he's played a couple of games for the Ospreys there, which was great for us. He's obviously played four starts, I think, for Wales before in the centre, so it's not foreign to him. And I've got to say, George has trained very, very well, and um, he's taken the, the challenge up, and he's very much looking forward to a fresh start, if you like, this weekend. Interesting competition at uh, Scrum Half. I guess it could have been three-way comp if uh, Gareth Davis had been fit, but uh, what about uh, Rhys Webb's challenge to Thomas Williams? Yeah, certainly, um, they've both trained very, very well. Thomas, we want to see uh, start. He's had more games probably off the bench than he has start, and obviously it's a good test for him, following up his start against the Barbarians, where he played very well for us. Rhys has come back, he's trained well, uh, you can see the experience that he brings, so he'll get some game time at some stage during the game, and We'll see how those legs go um, after being out for a wee while. Until Lupe Faltao, another man uh, not seen in the Wales shirt for some time. How much of an impact are you hoping that he'll make in the pack? Yeah, well, hopefully he'll start for us the way he did with Bath. So he'd been out for a while there and came back very, very strongly. So, uh, look, he's again, he's a number one, uh, another person that brings a lot of experience to the team. And um, it's been great having him around training. So, uh, look, hopefully uh, he'll have a good start. And with regards to, to George North, do you see this maybe as the the beginning of the second half of his international career as a centre? Potentially. You know, those are some of the conversations we've, we've had with him. And, you know, unfortunately, Jonathan's got the long-term injury at the moment. So somebody or, or a number, a couple of players are going to get that opportunity to play there and George gets the first crack at it. So from what I'm seeing so far, what Stephen's seeing and, and Byron is seeing, we're, we're all very happy. So uh, let's hope that transfers into the, uh, into the match on the weekend. Reese Webb on the bench. Um, how anxious do you feel he is to, to make up for lost time? How much has he missed international rugby? Yeah, for different reasons, very similar to Toby, really. They're both itching to get back into it and both quality players, so he'll want uh, to get as much time on the field as he can, no doubt, and to show us what he has got after a time out in the game. But uh, certainly before he left, he was you know, a quality player for Wales and a quality player for the British Lions. Is it important for you to get a flying start or would you just settle for a winning start? Yeah, obviously uh, winning is important to everyone in round one and uh, we're no different, but uh, certainly we're concentrating on putting out a good performance. You know, we're conscious that it's, you know, our first time in 
charge, I guess, and a home game, which we're happy about. And with the roof on, I think that indicates that both teams uh, will certainly, and we were happy to have it on. And with Franco uh, also, then um, I think that's an indicator that this game should be quite an open affair. What do you make of Franco Smith's selection, I guess, uh, two fly halves playing 10 and 12 might be a, a key to something? Yeah, we've seen it. And... Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Clearly, that and the roof on would indicate that they're going to move a lot of ball, which I think personally is a good thing to see. It'll be interesting to see what they do defensively as opposed to attack, really. I think we know what's coming. And for yourself, how do you think it might feel being in charge of Wales in a test match at the stadium? A few years since your last full test in charge of an international side there. Yeah, 2005, I think I was coaching Fiji against Wales, and that was a great occasion on that day. You know, they marketed it really well, and I think there's 70 odd thousand people, so something similar for this game. So, look, I'm, I'm personally really, really looking forward to it. The sort of year has gone down to months, it's gone down to weeks, and now it's just a matter of days. So, now I'm personally very excited and um, very excited to see the way the boys are working it in and around the environment. It's a pretty good vibe around the place, and you know they're working very, very hard for each other, which is exactly what we want. Wayne, how uh, tempted you to get the 18-year-olds involved? Yeah, personally, um, when we selected Lewis, we looked at the Italian game as being a possibility. Unfortunately, he came into camp with an injury, couldn't train much last week. I think he had the one run, and of course, being an exile, had to go home. So he hasn't had the opportunities that Johnny Mack has and, and Josh Adams has, so it's counted against them, the injury and the unavailability. So really too short a time for him, but uh, certainly... Today, when he trained, he looked good, and yeah, he's definitely got a big, bright future in the game. For people, Wayne, who've got used to 12 years of the Warren Gap and Six Nations matches, um, is there anything different that they should expect, perhaps, from your first game? Well, I think the first thing is, Warren's, we're no different. Um, you know, we're passionate about the game, and we, we want to win. At the end of the day, I think most people will take an ugly win over a pretty loss, so very conscious of the fact that, for us, it's about focusing on what how we want to play the game, making sure we prepare well and making sure that we put on a performance that we as a group are proud of. And if we can do that, then I'm sure the spectators and everyone else will enjoy themselves. We are working hard on our attack. You know, it's going to take a little bit of time. Uh, some of the skill sets need to improve, but certainly where there's a will, there's a way. And uh, at the moment, the boys are very willing. So this coaching group want to win it because we haven't won it before, because we haven't been involved. So for us, it's, uh, it's certainly not ours to defend. Um, and I don't think that's the right mental approach to have anyway, it's uh, last year's last year. We've got to go out there and everyone starts on zero and uh, the Italians are in front of us and we've got to knock them over and then we've got to worry about the Irish and then the French, the English and the Scottish. So that's the way we're approaching it. And to repeat what they did last year, we have to win every game, which we know is going to be very, very difficult, but that's certainly going to be our aim and, and work very, very hard to try and achieve it. And part of that coaching team working hard is backs coach Stephen Jones. Plenty of focus on that area of the game based on what the Scarlets achieved in the last few seasons. So what's Stephen's main emotion as the Six Nations is about to kick off? Oh, it's one of excitement. It's as simple as that. It's an amazing tournament to be a part of as a player and as a coach. And uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it uh, immensely. You know, It's a pleasure to work with this group of players. They're working very, very hard. The effort they put into the training pitch is, is superb and uh, we're chomping at the bit. What are the fans going to expect? from this new group that we were in the World Cup group. You saw the style that took us to the semi-final in fourth place. Are we going to see a tinkering? Are we going to see a difference? 
No, I think you're spot on there. We're going to tinker with a few aspects, certainly, especially in our attacking game. How we move the ball is key, but we can't tip the scales. We must have balance in our game. It's moving the ball in our terms, in the correct areas, and making sure that the guys are confident on the ball. So when you said tinker with a few things, we certainly are doing that. Do you feel a level of expectation on your shoulders because of what you know? What we saw from a couple of seasons down at Scarlets, everybody's been crying out for and wants to see at the stadium. It's not that simple. No, it uh, takes a bit of time. But listen, from my end, I'm, I'm excited. You know, I'm working with amazing group of players, growth mindset, want to be on the ball, want to back themselves to make decisions. My challenge is just making sure we get our balance right between being able to shape defences if they're front line lo- loaded, take the space behind. If they're easing off a mark in the backfield up, then we take the edges or play through them. So giving us the ability really to be smart with the ball. Key to Welsh success will be George North in a comparatively new role as outside centre. Not strange to him by any means, but not as familiar as playing wing. Played there a bit, but obviously not as much as wing. Looking forward to the challenge. I think the first two weeks this we've had prep-wise has been really good and it's put in a good place and hopefully I can just slot in there. Hopefully it's another string to the bow, really. You know, I played a fourth in comfortable. Obviously played a few games this season with the Ospreys before the Six Nations. Yeah, hopefully it just adds another string to my bow, really. I cover there a lot, but obviously never you only play that when, when needed as such. But the first two weeks has, has been great. Um, hopefully I can slot in there with no real big transition problems there. But um, no, training's been good and hopefully yeah, it'll be, as I said, another string to my bow going forward. What's been different about a, a Wayne Pivak Six Nations setup for you so far? I guess it's, it's still early doors within camp. I think the way that Wayne and the new coaches deliver their messages is the way they want to play. You know, we're trying to play a positive game, a real big, fast game as well. So that's good. And to be fair, since obviously the Barbars week, couldn't really do much with only a week to change, well, not to change much, but to, to play that game. And this first part of Six Nations has been really positive. As I said, the message has been good. The way we've trained and gone about our work has been great. And yeah, it's just sort of teared up nicely for Saturday now. What are the uh, different challenges technically of playing that 13 rather than wing then? A lot of it is a lot more control, you know, a lot more control on the forwards around you, a lot more vision. I guess it's been nice to see on the other side of, of the ball as, as such for me, you know, playing wing and, you know, when to pass it, when to get your, your wingers into the game and just defensive structure as well, really. As I said, it's something that I played all my age grade there growing up, trained this last two weeks have been really good and... Obviously played a few games with the Ospreys, so every day I'm training there, feeling more confident. And at least you've got an experienced guy inside you, Hadley Parks. Yeah, uh, it's been good. Obviously the, the bulk of the squad has been the same. Parks inside me, is, it's, it's great to have that reassurance there as well. And I guess through this transition of the, the new coaches coming in, the bulk has been, of the squad is the same, so it's been great to have those similar faces. And what can the Welsh public look forward to from the, the guy outside you, Johnny McNichol? Obviously, Johnny's a great player. He's been playing well for the Scarlets. He's exciting on the ball, great skill set, great purpose, wants to play, and that's, that's great for us. And hopefully, we, I can feed him enough and the, we can get enough ball around, uh, around the park for him. And personally, you've got a pretty decent record against Italy? Yeah, it's been okay so far, I guess. A few tries, but um, obviously, new structure comes Saturday. So, hopefully, I can fall into that with pretty much ease and yeah, hopefully, you get a try. But let's just focus on, on the performance. You've spent the bulk of your career outside one of the best centres in the world in Jonathan Davis. You're there because he's unfortunately injured, but what have you picked up from him and have you sort of tapped into him in the last few weeks? Not not yet, no, but I think we're having a phone call this evening just to catch up with him and, yeah, do you know, I mean, working alongside John for the last few seasons has been great, you know, knowing how a 13 should play. Um, Obviously, unfortunately, with his injury and he's he's doing well with that now and, um, yeah, hopefully I can pick his brains for the weekend. (laughs) Wing Josh Adams starred in the World Cup, of course, as the top try scorer with seven. So is he expecting to get the ball in his hands even more? We sort of 
got to grips with how we were going to go about things. Obviously, that week we had for the bar bars, and I think that was really beneficial for us. And it's been great this past uh, week and, and a bit. I think we've hit the ground running, which is really pleasing. We're looking sharp. You know, our training with smiles on faces, and you know, it's always excitement leading into that first game. It's great that we're at home as well, and and, and we're all pretty buzzing to get out there. Stephen Jones has just mentioned that you're trying to take care of a few details. What difference should we expect in this campaign? Yeah, I think you know they've come in and added value in in their specific areas. What was laid down before them um, with the foundations with Gat and his coaching team has obviously been fantastic, you know, and built some great success off that. And and they've come in and and added their part to it. And you know, Steve, you know, obviously watching him at the Scarlets, Scarlets when in them well two successful years with reaching finals and semi finals, they really played an attacking style of rugby. You know, they definitely challenged the opposition in the wider channels and they moved the ball well. So I'd like to think that we're developing our game. You know, we're not going to be the perfect team come Saturday, but I definitely think the way that we're trying to go about things will definitely put teams under a lot of pressure and hopefully be exciting for everybody to watch as well. World Cup, personally, was great for yourself, but in a weird way, do you sense that pressure now that you have to perform and have to score? Not so much have to score. As a winger, obviously, scoring is, is important, but it's just contributing as best as I can in whatever way that is. You know, it's always important that you perform well. Don't get me wrong, you know, when you're playing for Wales, you have to put your best foot forward because, especially in the back three, some... Amazing, amazing players as well, and uh, there's some really stiff competition as well. So, with the way we want to go about things, that the boys out wide might get a, uh, the ball a bit more. Players want to learn more. Is there anything in the, in the very short time you've worked with Wayne that you've learned already? I think Wayne, similar to how Warren done it, you know, he, he fills you with belief and he makes you believe that you can go out and win any any game and beat any team. And, and that's a great attribute to have as a coach. He's come in, he's been very clear in what he expects from us as a team. He set the platform there for us. You know, we've got all the tools to be a really successful side. And it's up to us now to utilise them tools as best as we can. We've got everything we need around us. And I think if we can all buy in to what we're trying to do, then there's no reason why we can't go and win this tournament again. Up front is a big game for tighthead prop, Dylan Lewis. First start in the Six Nations, so excited for that. Obviously going off the back of last Six Nations as well, a lot of experience off the bench, new management and uh, exciting to see what comes out. How different's the role starting compared to coming off the bench? Oh, completely different. Um, coming off the bench for 20 minutes, running around like an idiot, I think, just trying to do as much as you can. So, yeah, it's definitely a, a lot more pressure. First time experiencing it in the Six Nations, but I'm excited to see what comes now Saturday. And against Italy, renowned as a scrummaging side? Yeah, those sort of games and that, those sort of packs you want to play against. So, yeah, you know, I think we've done a lot of work in the week and we spoke quite a lot around the pack, etc., and, and what we can uh, expect to face. So, it's, you know, I think we'll, be, we'll come good now come Saturday. Everyone is expecting maybe Wayne Pivak and Stephen Jones to play a little bit of a, a wider game than was the case under Warren Gatland. But of course, you've got to do the basics up front first, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. Obviously, it all stems from getting that uh, front football and, and winning the battle of the game line. We're definitely looking to play a different style of rugby, and Stephen Jones has definitely put a stamp on that. You could see a bit of it in the Barbars week, and, and it's definitely ramped up quite a bit now in the past two weeks we've had training here. Does it feel like a, a step up in your career, being a, a Six Nations starter? I mean, I know you've, you've had the great experience of the World Cup, but... Yeah, it's obviously experience off the bench, but you, you always want to start, and um, it's definitely that step forward and you know in the right direction for me. Talk me through how you're going to feel come Saturday. It's obviously a very special moment playing in the Principality. 
and your family there in a packed house. It's honestly, like I say, what, you know, when you're on the bus driving down Westgate Street, this, you, see, you, you get greeted by the horses, there's no other feeling like it. And it's one you know, I definitely look forward to, is that bus ride in and then walking out onto the pitch singing the anthem. You've had trouble scrummaging today uh, with, with the surface, it's been a problem all week, how's that? We've done a lot of stuff in the barn, um, we've done a, our fair share of units this week. We trained down the stadium today just to, to get a feel of, of the surface down there. And you know, obviously it's uh, January weather, it's, it's been backing it down. So we've just sort of adapted and, and changed uh, to where we scrummage really. Roof on though? Yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously expected that the roof shut, you know, a dry day and hopefully see the ball being chucked a little bit. Yeah, does that make a big difference to the style of play that people can expect to see? Yeah, definitely. Obviously, if, if the ball's dry, and I think you'll see the skill level up a bit more and the ball be in people's hands a bit more and make for a bit more of an exciting game. You're listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. So that's the men's game at the Principality Stadium. Next door at the Arms Park the following day is the turn of the women and Italy are a strong side. A chance to hear from Captain Sean Lillycrap and coach Chris Horsman. Really excited, I think, as a group. It doesn't seem that long since the autumn. Being back in camp, I think the girls have responded really well. It's been exciting linking up with the Sevens, the, the Sevens players, the extended group and the Sevens coaches. But I think this week, as a, we say to the girls, it's our first opportunity to take that step forward to 2021. So all becomes a little bit realer this week, you know, so it's going to be uh, interesting to see how we go. And, you know, we're confident as a group, really. From a player's point of view, I think we're going in with some confidence after our autumn campaign, but mainly training over the last few weeks. I think we've got clarity in, in our roles and we know how we want to kick off the campaign. So we're looking forward to putting it into practice, really, everything that we've been working towards. So uh, Italy home is, is a great way to start the campaign. I think it's great to have strength and depth in all positions. We spoke this week as coaches and just in terms of selection. It was a long meeting with lots of different opinions and lots of reasons to pick lots of different players. So having someone like Jazz back with her quality is absolutely great. But I think the key to it is it gives us that strength in depth. And there's certain positions, you know, the back three, there's a lot of strength there and obviously the back row as well. So, yeah, it's great to have that. But she's like any other player in the group. She knows it's about performances and I'm sure she'll go out and do that well. And I think that's the fruits of the, the work we did in the autumn of committing to give everyone opportunities that actually selection now is not a straightforward discussion. You know, it's very much, you know, we've got strength and depth and with the dynamics of the squad, you've got players who, I hate using the word older, but more experienced with the caps and you've got the young girls coming in. But I think the dynamics and the relationship between the groups is, is really good. I think it gives you two different sort of perspectives, you know, so it's, it's certainly working well in the group. Lucky enough to have a couple of opportunities in autumns, but to be named campaign captain, you know, is huge honour for myself and my family and hopefully I'll do the girls proud the weekend and lead by example and they make my job easy because we're such a tight group, such a good group of players. As Chris mentioned, you know, we've got some older players, some experienced players in the squad, but one cap or no caps in the squad as well. But if you came and watched a training session on field-wise, you wouldn't know who's had one cap and who's had 30 caps, for instance, because they're all stepping up to the mark. So, um, you know, that's what we wanted as a squad, so it's, it's been brilliant so far. Yeah, it is exciting times. I think, I say, with the, the shifting into the performance department, the women's game, I think that was the, the sort of seismic shift that the WIU have done, and rightly so. 
and that's what it's about because it's clearly going to 2021 and having the opportunity with with a lot of the players to work in and, and as us myself and Geraint and Gagsy coming in and working with the girls hopefully they're getting something out of that as well we're certainly enjoying it as coaches and you know we're very much as a group on this journey to 2021 at the moment it's a big challenge we can't we can't shy away from that uh, Italy are a very good side you know, it was a three-all draw last year in a tough arm wrestle, and they beat us the year before in in the Principality Stadium. So, you know, some of us were involved in that fixture. So, you know, we've got even more hunger, if anything, to have some revenge in that game. But they're going to be a good side. You know, they're going to bring everything they can on on Sunday. So we've got to be prepared for that. But. What we're concentrating on is our performance and how we better our performance in training and then how that transfers into a game. And not necessarily speaking about the result, we get our performance right and the result will look after itself. So if training is a reflection of how things have gone so far, it's been really positive and I, I couldn't have asked for more from the squad. That's one thing I've noticed with the girls is actually you give them clear direction and you tell them what's expected. They go out there and deliver. That's been really good. Probably the main difference is just the level of detail that I have to prepare into in terms of the questioning. They really do question on why you're doing things, but it's what you want. It's great. So, you know, whereas before, sometimes I might just say, right, we're doing this. I go, right, right, we're going to do this. What do you think? Or ask me the questions why, because they're going to come back. So, I've, you know, I've got to be detailed in my prep, but you want that. That's been really good for us as coaches. Kicking the weekend off in North Wales is the under-20s. Coach Gareth Williams is in his second year in charge and has quite a few familiar faces to call on. We've got some boys who stay over from last year, but boys who have put their hands up for the first time. So, um, yeah, it's great. It's always a big moment uh, within the squad, no matter what camps you get brought into. The actual first selection for Six Nations is a big part of the season, so we're really excited about it. Is that balance between having the old players and new players is important? Yeah, it's always part of the process. You know, we've got... You know, the back three, for instance, all new caps this year for us. Um, Dan John, Newen Rosser and Josh Thomas, real exciting group. We're also very young. You know, that's a reflection on last year where we had Rio Dyer and Ryan Combier and Tommy Lewis, part of that back three group. They've moved through and a lot of the boys who are backing them up have moved through, so it does create opportunity. This time last year we were talking about how young a second row group we had, you know, and Jack Price was part of that, and this year now it's his senior year, so that's an exciting part of his individual development where, you know, we're looking for him to put a stamp on things. And Sam Costello at 10 in a competitive area for you? Yeah, it's... um, a lot of depth in that area. You know, Luke Scully, who's been playing superbly for Worcester in, in the A League this year, and he's been excellent in all the camps. But you know, Sam will lead us out in that ten shirt, and uh, we've also got Johan Lloyd in the squad who can play in that position as well. Although he's not available this weekend, you know, it's constant conversation with Bristol really on. Uh, on his availability moving forward. There's a young boy, Jacob Beetham, in the squad as well, who's breaking through this year with the Blues and playing for Glamorgan Wanderers and things. And you know, he's showing real promising signs, but you know, it'll be great for Sam to lead us out in that 10 shirt. Just with Ewan's availability, does that to do with him having the game for Bristol? How does it work with that? He's had a heavy playing load and you know, constant discussion with Pat Lamb and uh, he'll be available for a selection of games through uh, Six Nations. So uh, that relationship's been going really well and you know, we've been really excited did, uh, from a development point of view in Wales, seeing what he's been doing for Bristol has been fantastic. So um, it's great to, to see him uh, moving forward the way he is. And Jack Morgan, captain in the side, he's tipped for big things in a very competitive back row area in Wales. He did really well last season in with us and he's kicked on this year, having um, top-level involvement with the Scarlets and you know he's really showing up well at senior level. The Scarlets and 
You know, Brad Moore thinks the world of him to be fair and we're exactly the same in this environment. He was a leader within the group last year and it's a little bit more official this year with him being captain, but it's going to be exciting to see how he responds in that second year. Your second year as well, what are you going to do differently compared to last year? What are the lessons learned? It's just an awareness really of what we're going into. Obviously we've got a quite a fresh coaching group as well, so the initial stages has been bedding in and us learning to work together. The boys have been fantastic and we're, we're really bouncing off each other now, having been together on a daily basis and Rich Kelly carries over from last year, so he, he continues uh, with the pack, but then Gethin Jenkins' involvement at Richard Fussell has, has added an element of learning really to the group. So we've been managing that as well as me or myself with the experience. I, I learned a lot in the World Cup about structure of the tournament, about how the group was set up, but nothing really changes. We go into the Six Nations wanting to win every game. We're very focused on what our development responsibility is uh, within the union and within Welsh rugby. But whenever we take the field, we want to win games, you know, and uh, we're looking to put that into place. So um, it's, it's balancing that development and competitive element. A few Exiles players, how does that balance work? We talked about Jon Lloyd, but with the rest as well? Some of the boys are attached to clubs and premiership clubs and things, um, which, you know, running that relationship has been fine, it's been good. And we, we're always aware of those boys that are across the bridge. And then from the Exiles programme, someone like Gwilym Bradley who's in the squad and Theo Bavacqua who's on the bench this weekend now, they've done fantastically well and you know, that's credit to that Exiles programme in pulling such boys through and uh, we've got regions now taking advantage of that with those two signing for the Blues so that's always pleasing to see that uh, boys like that can break through as well. There are a few players, there's talk of them coming back. Is that something with your ongoing role post-20s as well that you're interested yeah, in? Yeah, it's 100%. Even the boys in the 20 squad, you know, my interest is where we can get them to by the time they're 23. And some boys will miss out on under-20 selection, whether it's match day or general squads. Uh, my interest is where we can get them to by the time they're 23. So it's, it's keeping a focus on that, you know. Number 10, Sam Costello, will be a key player, of course. We've got a good mix between the young boys and the older boys coming in from last year. And uh, it'll be a real challenge at Six Nations. we got Italy first up and, uh, yeah, as I said, it'll be a real big challenge. But I think we've got the boys and the, uh, and the capability to do uh, really well this year. You're saying that fly-off jersey is a very competitive area this year, isn't it? Yeah, there's four of us in there at the minute. We're all uh, pushing for places, but I'm lucky enough to hold the uh, 10 jersey for this week. So, yeah. And you enjoying the season so far? Yeah, yeah, I've enjoyed my time. I've been uh, on loan at Amptill and uh, playing a bit of time in the champ. That's been really good. Paul Turner at Amptill, he's been coaching me, teaching me some tricks. And then played some A-League rugby as well, which has been really, uh, we've all just been really good learning curves. And then played two senior games in the uh, European Cup this year, which has been also another, another learning curve, but really enjoyed it so far, yeah. And what can this Wales and the 20s team achieve this season, do you think? I think we've got to go into it wanting to win. Um, we can definitely do it. We've got the boys, we've got the coaches, and I think it's just putting it to the test now. So yeah. Just wondering how you find the sort of exiles experience, if you like, coming from Leicester, coming back here. How does that work for you? I've obviously, Babs has got great contact with Leicester, and um, whenever the time's right to come back, then that's what I do. So I come back. So we played Monday night against Worcester in the A-League, and then I come in just to come in and just do some mobility on the Tuesday then, just being in and around the team, learning the calls and stuff. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's three hours at the motorway and, and I'm back home, so, yeah. I was also talking about trying to make sure by the time you're 23, you've had the opportunities, you've had that development. Is that something that you're conscious of with some decisions coming up? Yeah, that comes into it a lot. The best place to play rugby and stuff like that and how are you going to develop and 
we're the best places for that, really. So, yeah, I've been thinking of it. Yeah. Well, Scarlet's back rower Jack Morgan will lead the side. Pretty chuffed, pretty honoured to be named captain, especially with this group of boys, a brilliant group of boys, and uh, looking forward to it. It's been an enjoyable season so far. You've had a few chances with the Scarlets and now the Wales in the 20s. Yeah, I really enjoyed the season so far. I had a couple of chances, a couple of games, and uh, now I've really enjoyed it and enjoyed the experience. That Scarlets is a competitive back row, isn't it? As it is, it seems to be right across Wales at the moment. Yeah, definitely. There's a, there's a massive competition in the back row, and it's good and uh, enjoying learning from uh, each of the players, and especially uh, a couple of the experienced ones. And, uh, no, it's good. Just um, to outline, you know, how you got here in terms of the captaincy, how you've come through for the last couple of years. So I played uh, Scarlet under 18s at uh, the age grid, and then I went and played uh, club rugby for Aberavon while holding an apprenticeship uh, with work. I got called in then and uh, started coming through. I uh, went to South Africa under 18s on, a, on the tour with Wales, and then joined up the Scarlet Academy from there and played in the 20s last year and into the Scarlet now at the minute and uh, in the 20s this year. Quite a long road for you. Have you enjoyed it the last couple of seasons? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Really good experience. I think the road I've taken has uh, helped me to where I am at the minute, especially playing the semi-pro with Aberavon last year. has uh, helped me and the springboarded uh, my career a little bit, playing week in, week out for them, and I uh, loved it there. And the apprenticeship on hold at the moment? Yeah, apprenticeship uh, on hold at the minute. Got a bit of a qualification, and I'm uh, looking to carry on my studies next year to run with it. But, uh, yeah, the work's on hold and giving rugby a shot full-time. What was the apprenticeship in? Mechanical engineering, design element and designing parts for trains and uh, motors and stuff like that. Can Samlet in Swansea it was. Morgan Advanced Materials is the name of the company. But no, it was good. Obviously you want to be a professional rugby player, but is it getting that balance right between a, a, a long-term career in rugby? How does that work? Yeah, I always wanted to... Uh, obviously the main aim is to play uh, rugby professionally, but I thought it was good to have uh, something uh, behind me uh, as a backup. Uh, never know what can happen in rugby. It's good thinking of having that to be me. So loads look forward to this week and plenty to review next week. And we'll also be looking forward to the Ireland days. And until then, from the Welsh Rugby Union podcast, goodbye.